Hello, mate. We're recording. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Season Humor podcast. Can you believe it? We've managed to put out seven episodes of this madness, and now we're rolling into the eighth. If this were a TV show, we'd be probably on season 32 by now, and I'd have more wrinkles than a well-loved pub couch. But hey, who's counting? Definitely not me. But if I would, I could tell you that we spent a grand total of about 380 minutes chatting, laughing, and raising a glass to the art of pub talk. In that time, we would have walked a whopping 19 miles at a brisk pace of 3 miles an hour. But who's counting? You know, if we started in central London by Big Ben, we could have driven 414 miles, obviously if we abided by the legal speed limit, to any boozer that we deem fit for a cold one. That also being enough mileage to visit every pub within a five-county radius. Awesome. Now, let me tell you, we've learned a lot of doing this about absolutely nothing important anyway. So, my fellow pub enthusiasts, grab your favourite beverage and let's dive into the eighth episode of Season Humour. Get ready to laugh and maybe even spill a drink on the way. Let's explore all things pub talk. Cheers and enjoy. <laughs> How cool was the woman singing in the background? It's like uh, mystical almost. It's a bit high, like, it's a bit high lovish. It was a little yeah. highlight-ish, to be honest well, with you. I, 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 I've envisioned like a lake and like mist and like a lady like coming out from the water like singing. My Little uh, Mermaid. I'll go ahead, My Little Mermaid. <laughs> My Little <Yeah>. Mermaid. <laughs> little Mermaid. <laughs> little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how you doing, buddy? Are you all right? Yeah, not bad, you? I've had a, yeah, I've had a bit of a mad week. Mad, mad week. I've, I told you, I obviously texted you uh, yesterday um, about had a director's meeting today so i was stressing out about that this morning um i had a director's meeting on monday with my directors directors meeting today with the, the new site that i'm moving to just how many directors are there it's directors everywhere so it's it's the directors of the uh of of my company i we have to present a cvr bit boring um basically it's the cost of the job if we're if we're making money losing money blah 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 all that all that stuff um and then today was a director's meeting with the new site director so the new the new company we're working for building this new project um basically to be told that we uh we need to hurry up and get on site and we we gotta we gotta do all this work and blah 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 and do, and do you want me to make your days a thousand times better if you have lots of meetings go on have you ever heard of meeting bingo uh, I've, didn't we just sort of talk, touch on this before? I, don't, I don't think we actually discussed meeting bingo, but we kind of touched on it. I don't think I've it. discussed meeting bingo. Go on. Uh, meeting bingo was taught to me by a guy who I used to work with, and we used to go out for this meeting. And like, <clears throat> they say like certain words every time, don't they? Like, um, uh, give me a scenario. Like, what what would they say in your meetings well, all the time? <laughs> well, actually, we did used to play this with one of our old uh, project directors. He used to have um he used to have lots of different words. Um I'm not gonna say them words because if he ever listens to this, he'll, he'll know, know. <laughs> he'll know I'm talking about him. But the words were like a bit bamboozling and Do they say things like deep dive? Oh yeah, you get deep dive. That's yeah, a that's deep a, dive. Deep dive. Um Why do people say deep dive though? Have they ever been a diver? Like why why use deep dive? Why not just say I'm gonna have a closer look at that? 
Why have you got a deep dive? What's, what, what, yeah, what deep dive means, I don't trust anything you're saying, and <laughs> I'm going to look at every single thing you've done in detail to make sure that it's right. That's what they that, mean that by could, deep dive. That could be a book. You could do a translation book for what, what things really mean in the work environment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's right. It, it's, it's, we're gonna, there's, what's the other word that, that comes up all the time in construction? There's a, ah, oh, this guy's, I'm a project manager. Brick. I'm a project. <laughs> I'm a project manager. I should know this. I can't, honestly. I can't. There, but there's so many, and and as you said, it just drives me insane that these these words. But but going back to your project, your um your meeting bingo, we've done that many times with our um with our old project director because he come out with some absolute cracking words, and he always used to drop the same ones all the time. <laughs> always used to drop the same ones and it made him sound clever it made him sound really clever and he, and he is a really clever guy but that he, made him that made him clever plus fat yeah clever, clever plus fat yeah but <laughs> you're kind of talking about work related stuff when did we start to do you know do you know we start we simplify words now and like you, what have, do you mean What's the what's the actual uh, term for it? My mind's gone completely blankness today. So if I said to you, um, I need an IRL from you. So an yeah. acronym. Sorry, an acronym. So everything's uh, ac yeah. everything's got acronyms in my in my world now. Everything has an acronym. So the meeting I set in on Monday, the uh, commercial director must have dropped two or three different acronyms, and I'm looking at my um, commercial. Uh, manager and I'm going I'm looking at him and say do you know what that means and I, and I he, one of them he actually my commercial manager went uh, what do you mean by IRL uh, and he went an information request list uh, information required oh, list oh no I can't I couldn't do that and I couldn't I and, couldn't do that <laughs> and I just and I looked at it and I thought and I looked at him and I thought the world's gone mad. So when I worked at um, the airbase around the corner from where I live, and I was I've been there for four years, there was acronyms galore. Everything was an acronym. You sit in meetings and it and they'd say, uh, "We need the the NL for the the BV for the RD for the and and you, and I used to sit there and be like, and in the in the um, specifications that we used to get, all them acronyms are listed out. And they used to just rather than say the actual word, they'd say the acronym. If you're doing that job and you think is someone rattling like, off acronyms. It's like roadman slang in the office. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. And I thought to myself, when did we become that lazy that we had to acronym everything? We All I know we... is if you get Office 19, when you do a smiley face, is a coloured smiley face opposed to just two dots and a smile. <laughs> I'll find that out this week because I, I got an upgrade. <laughs> but it's just mad. The world's gone mad. Everything's like so. I had I had I had something similar because um my first my first proper job was at um car auction. Yep. And uh, they used to have like slang words for cars. Yeah. yeah. Like that. So you deal with like lots of car traders. So you can imagine it was a bit of like you know a bit fruity with some of the speech. Like a Renault Clear would be a CL10, and uh, he used to say stuff like <laughs> CL10. I'll have that. Um, 
Chicken Boona half and half, Renault Laguna half leather. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as glamorous, but it's funny. But yeah, but it's as you say, I can understand things like that. It's a bit more because you're at a car auction. It's a little bit more. You think if they're they're doing their auction bit, give me ten pounds, twenty pounds, CL ten twenty five pounds. Like do you imagine? They used to have these um, they used to have these tubes as well, and like when people give them money on the rostrum, they used to put the money in the tube, and it just fire off into the ceiling, and it go right across the building. But the site was like. Football stadiums big. It was like three or four football stadiums big. It was massive. That was going like underground or wherever it was going. And I always thought, wouldn't it be cool if I could fit inside that and go like <laughs> flying across to the main office? <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's mad. Like the world's gone mad. I I, I was um I've been saving this 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 week for the podcast, and I do you know we had that ridiculous the, the kids went back to school last week didn't they and then all of a sudden we had this blazing hot week of weather so it's typical we had really crap weather when the school holidays kids are stuck indoors then they go back to school the sun goes you know what i'm gonna make an appearance this week or you kids are going back to school when you're wearing your blazers anyway when did you know it be- it's raining now though it's i know why it's raining because aim to rain to me goes uh should we get one of those Dyson fans for the bedroom? Because it was roasting hot. And we were like contemplating it. And then we said, oh, we'll leave it till tomorrow. And then we might go up to like the shop to go in. And then it starts pissing down. We so were like, it's raining. So we were going to spend money on a fan. So That's why it's raining. <laughs> so you're to blame. In fairness, yeah. um, last Saturday, we made the best investment we've ever made. Don't waste your money on a Dyson one of them bladeless fans, go to Screwfix, spend £25 or £30 on one of these massive fans that they have. Um, they're, they're I know like, where they they're, they? they're in a steel cage, mate. Because Key, Key works at Screwfix, we get 20% discount, so we buy everything from Screwfix. It's like, if it's, if it, if it's something for the home... Discount we'll code in the podcast link? Podcast yeah. link. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> We she bought she said to, she texted me the other day and said we need to buy one of these fans. It and honestly, anyone who anyone who listens to this, go on Screwfix website and type in fans. Look for one. I think it's thirty five quid. It's in a steel cage. The air that comes out of it. it's like a it's like a it's like a uh, propeller aeroplane sitting in your front room. <laughs> <laughs> the the air that it pumps out. Honestly. <laughs> I walked into our front room after this pod. Um, the night, curtains going out the window, and, and everything's blowing <laughs> away from the fan. <laughs> it's it a postman. The postman's walking up the drive, <laughs> and all his yeah, letters you know, are going everywhere. Do you know, like yeah, do you know, like um, Ant and Deck when they when they do the um, the on the oh the celebrities in the jungle, and there's that game at the end, and they've got all these fans blowing. They got water going everywhere. And I don't know if you've ever seen it. The what they call the, uh, it's the one of the last games they play, and everyone wants to get to this game. Oh, I'm gonna have to think about what it, what it's called. I, I know what it is. Um, it, it's Ant and Deck in the Jungle with celebrities and a Screwfix fan. Yeah, Screwfix fan. That's it. <laughs> but this game, honestly, it, uh, this fan, you stand in front of it and it just blows. It, it it's. But to be honest, if you if you had it in your bedroom of a night, it would be going. 
it sounds like you got Spitfire in your front. In your, in your. You might just, you might just um, get that out as well. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put some sound effect in there. Yeah, I've probably just gated me mic doing it. Um, yeah. what, would, what would happen? Have you ever seen the one when the guy gets the coat hangers and he like hangs himself on the ceiling until it holds his weight? Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't seen that. Me, me neither. But um, <laughs> what what would be funnier yeah, if you got like. 20 screw fix fans and we put them all in your drive <laughs> and it's like first to the main road <laughs> but that's that is pretty much exactly the game that i was i can't remember the name of the game someone will know it where who's listening to it and 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 that celebrity jungle thing it's the this the, if i if i was to shout to keys you go oh, it's yeah it's that game anyway but yeah um buy one of them but what i was going to say is uh Obviously, we've had this really hot weather, and I was uh, obviously doing my usual commute, commute, commute last week. And um, when did it become all right for people just to bowl on the train and then take their T-shirt off and sit on the train with no T-shirt on? Fucking naked. Like, just, just walk on the train and just literally just take your T-shirt off because you're that hot. It very much depends on... If you like carrying like a good 20 stone, that's really impractical. <laughs> but if you like Ronaldo goes on the on the train, like it's not as embarrassing, is it? Yeah, but twice last week, twice. This is once on the underground and then once on the mainline train. Two different Obviously people. Male. Two different people. That, and they were, they were probably Obviously lads. Male, though, yeah. Yeah, probably lads in their 20s. Like 20, 20. I have like a 50 year old woman just 20. taking their top off. <laughs> that would be weird. But yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah and, and wearing Crocs. And I just thought to myself, I just thought to myself, when did this become all right? Like, yeah, I know you see the, the chavs walk around, take their shirts off, and they bowl into Tesco's or something like that. But to stand on a train, a packed train, and then just go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to just take my top off and, uh, and just stand here. How, how old are they? Probably in their mid twenties, pair of them. Two different occasions, who, though. Who wants to smell Lynx Africa all the way to your destination? Isn't that? Well, that's but this is yeah. It's it's just it just it just literally it just blows my mind. Blew my mind. Did they ask to sit by you this time? No, this is uh, luckily they weren't. One of they stand. One of them. They're both times are standing by the doors, but but like on a there's, pack- no, there's no one dare ask you now. I've, you no. sit there, and like there's like two seats, and you're sat by the window. <laughs> and then no, no, don't ask him. Whatever, don't don't ask him. He's crazy. <laughs> Is that crazy? Sits in the same seat all the time. Yeah, I've got like a ritual, and it's like become the same train, the same the same carriage, the same seat. They must look at me and go, "He's there again." <laughs> do, you see, um, do you see like? Do you know? Do you say hello to people? The no. same people every day? No, I don't. Mm. We had me and Key had this conversation the other day. They must think I'm a right miserable sod, some of these people. I get on the train, I put my headphones on, and I literally just, that is me, done. I do not. What, what you should do, you should do, you should, you should do a test. So, like, one morning you should get on the train and just, like, completely, like, not speak to anyone, put your headphones on, like you said. And then, like, the next day you should just, like, make sure you... <laughs> You just make a job of saying hello to everyone you meet <laughs> and just go, hiya, hiya, hi, hi, hi. And just morning, the whole train. Morning, like, as you walk down a train, just start high-fiving people. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's pretty much, it's the same faces on the train in the same seats. So it's not just me. And you get to know him. Oh, I'm not interested. I, I literally, 
I like to get because I leave so early. I like to get on the train in the morning. But like, you don't know who you'll meet. And I like to put my headphones on, and I used to, and I like just to close my eyes and zone out for an hour, hour and a half when I'm on the train. That's that's this is the way I am. I'm a bit bit. Uh, people would know me know me really well. Would understand that that's the sort of person I am. Well, what if you get on the train, and then one day you're like, hi, 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 and you're saying hello to everyone, and you sit next to this guy, and you're like, hi, my name's Pete, and he goes, oh, my name's Dave, and he goes, um, how's it going, Dave? Ah, oh, really, really bad. Uh, I got one day to live and ten million quid. Do you want my ten million quid? <laughs> that, that that's a different. That would be amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? That would be like your lucky day, but not for him. It, not for him, but but for the likes of you, someone like yourself. But it's never going to happen, is it? Imagine it. Well, I don't know. Uh, thanks. Do you know? Well, I'll be like, oh, hi. What would you say? So in that scenario, right, put it, just put this scenario in your head and just say you did that, you did that scenario and, and you walked on the train, you sat down and you said hello to the guy. The guy's like, oh, hello, bro. You're having a talk. You're just about to get off the other end and he's like, oh, thanks for talking to me. Like, I've just got to tell, I've got to tell you one more thing. I'm go- I'm going to die tomorrow and I'd like to give you all my money. Right? And just say that yeah. money was 10 million quid. Yeah. What would be your next, um, re- not re- not reaction, but sort of your next action, should I say? Um, give him a quick hug and say, oh, it's terrible news. I'm gutted, blah, blah, blah. But it was lovely to meet you. Thanks for the offer. I've only got 10 minutes though, so I better get going. Uh, <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> I'd love you 10 million quid, but I've got to get to work. I've got to get to work. I'm running late. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, then you, and then you imagine it on the, like, the news and the next day there's news and there's, a, there's, a, there's that same guy and he's handing over like a, he's a check to, to somebody. And it, what, what if you get on the train? And you sit, you sit down, you're the first one there. And then someone gets on the train and they go, the train, the train goes down the track for 10 minutes, yeah? And you're on the train for like half an hour. The train goes down the track 10 minutes and this guy just looks at you and then you're like, that's a bit weird. Like, you go, you okay, mate? He goes, Peter, we've been watching you. And you're like, Who, who's, who's been watching me? And you go, we're part of this like organisation and... Uh, you're the one person who's got like a certain type of blood that's going to save the human species, but you can't tell anyone. You've got to come with me. What would you say? I'd say you're having a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you're having a laugh, mate. It was, oh, calm yourself, Pete. You're going to save the human race. You have to come with me. I'd say, I'd say to you, first of all, how do you know that I've got this certain type of blood? And uh, how, please show me all the information you've got on me to prove that that I'd is... Say, I would say, Pete, this is going to be a lot to take in, but bear with me. This is the story. We're aliens from a foreign planet. I'm going to put this chip in your neck and it's going to explain the next hundred years and 10 seconds to you. Bear with me. (laughs) (laughs) So now I've got a USB drive on my neck. (laughs) Yeah, it installs itself. It's so advanced. It actually installs itself in your neck. Oh my, that's, that'd be mad, wouldn't it? That would be absolutely insane. This is what I said to someone the other day. I was in work, I was talking. Not that I wasn't working, but I was like trying to like create general conversation. 
they were on about planets or something. We were playing a game. How do we know we're doing it right? Well, we don't, do we? But what, what if going to work, driving a car, sports, everything we do is like completely wrong. And then like on a planet, like a thousand miles away, not a thousand, that's quite close, isn't it? That's quite close. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not that far away at all. <laughs> on, a, on another planet. Another on planet, another planet, 10 miles on away. On another planet, we're in the corner. <laughs> and Joe's close. No, but what, what if there's another planet and they do everything like completely right and then like one day aliens invade, or not invade, but they just come to say hello, and then they go, guys, guys, what are you doing? You don't go to work and use this IRL talk. That's completely wrong. <laughs> this is how you do it. And you're going, oh, yeah, we are. We're, we're, we're doing it wrong. Well, do you know, like the, the whole Marvel series, and I don't want to get into like whole Marvel talk, but the Marvel series with multiverse, the multiverse or whatever they call it in the Marvel series. Do you, uh, genuine outright question, do you believe there's another universe out there doing what I we're doing? They, I think they proved that, haven't they? What, That's what black hole is. A black hole's an alternative universe, apparently. But how have they said the man who came back from well, that's what I was going to say. So how have they prove, pro, proved uh, that? This is, a, this is, we just opened a labyrinth of questions here, haven't we? Because my boss, I was talking to him one day and we were about space. And I said, well, you can't, you can't take your, helmet, your astronaut's helmet off in space. He went, how do you know? I said, because there's no oxygen. You'd, like, your head would explode. And he goes, how do you know? He said, who's done it? I'm like, well, I don't know. He said, well, no one's ever gone to space and taken their helmet off, have they? <laughs> and I was like, oh. Well, in, fair, in fairness, they must, they must know. Someone must know, because why would they send an astronaut up there with helmets on? Well, that's, that's exactly what I mean. That's what I mean by, are we doing it the right way? Because, um, say Elon Musk, right? Because he's like Mr. Space, isn't he? What if he goes to space... And then he just goes, hang on a minute, it's hot in here. <laughs> and takes his, <laughs> takes his helmet off. God, and then nothing God, happens. God, this, this Tesla's uh, air con is no good. This Tesla rocket yeah. air, air con is no good. Open the, crack the window open. Into space, didn't he? Crack, yeah, crack the window open. <laughs> but he fired, a, he fired a Tesla into space, didn't he? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he's done that. He, he fired a Tesla into space on the SpaceX rocket. But who's to say there's not a bigger, um, a bigger body of like who patrols the galaxy or the universe? And he's on like a, imagine there's a massive most wanted sign of every other galaxy. There's a man called Elon Musk in Earth, and he's wanted. Uh, there's a ten million Mars bar bounty on his head <laughs> because he's left. He's left his Tesla on planet Mars, <laughs> and <it's, laughs> that Tesla could be clamped now, can on like some random planet. <laughs> and they could, they could be. They could. The reason, the reason that alien, you know, they said the other day, like in um, Congress, didn't they? They said uh, there are aliens or whatever, and there might be. Maybe that's just because there's a load of them coming now because he's fired that car into space, and they're like, "Hang on a minute, you can't just send cars into space willy nilly without anyone in them." <laughs> <laughs> Where do I get myself one of these Teslas? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Or what they you go, got to oh, do, mate, is you've got to fly one thousand miles that way. 
<laughs> to yeah, planet Earth. Just down the road. <laughs> just down the road. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a guy called Elon Musk that sells Teslas. <laughs> and then he'll quite happily deliver it back to space for you. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> it's it's a good, it's a funny question. Do you know do you know the Sims game? The Sims is it the, yeah, it's the Sims. The Sims yeah. computer game. So yeah. you basically select a family, put that family on a on a on a street, in a house, whatever. Key loves that game. Key used to play that game all the time when we was dating. And she'd spend hours upon hours upon hours playing that game. What if that is us and someone's sitting up there just going, right, okay, so you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. What if? They they don't don't know that, do they? That's like, um, I think that's another thing they said is like, no one can prove we're not in a simulation. So this it could be like a, it's literally a 50-50 chance we're in a simulation. So you could have, you could have gone, uh, I really fancy doing like my whole life working in the construction industry, but make it hard for me because it'd be a laugh and <laughs> make it really hard for me. Teach yeah. me loads of acronyms that I really do not need to know. Yeah. And, uh, just, just make me skin because that'd be yeah. even more fun. <laughs> You could have said it, couldn't you? You could have been like, you could have chosen that path. Oh, I could, yeah, I mean, you could have done. There, there is, there is that part of it, isn't there? There is that part of the whole. Um, yeah. And you could have then. Oh, I'll tell you what we'll do for a right laugh. We'll like throw this thing in called religion, and every every December we'll like celebrate a fat guy with a big beard, and uh, it could all be like, who knows? It's bonkers, Maybe it's real. Mate. Maybe it's not. It's bonkers. It's absolute bonkers. The like, I just there's lots of things that go on sometimes. And I think. How? How does that? How does how does that happen? What? What? It's like with COVID, isn't it? Like, how did that all come about? COVID, the whole the whole as a lab in some country in in China doing something gets released into China, releases around the world. It's all too sometimes it's all too convenient. Do you know what I mean? Oh, we got we got to first say that we're not sure that's exactly what happened because we want to frame ourselves no, now that we're no. involved in it. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, just to confirm, we don't know actually what yeah, happened. That was just what we heard, but um, <laughs> but, but we just we're just talking metaphorically that this could have that's what could have happened. But we're just basing it upon computer simulation and that something could have happened. But but it's it's. Have you ever had that thing when you've um, looked away and you thought, are they? Is is everything else moving? Have you ever felt that? So as a kid, I used to get out quite a lot. Like I used to Can get I tell you something then? Go on in. Harvard University in the States has proved that when you're not looking at something, time slows down around you. Really? Yeah, Google it. I'm going to have to... Is that true? Harvard University's done a study and they've proven that when you look when you look away, things around you don't move at the same speed as when you're around them. That's bizarre. Which is nuts. That's bizarre. That could just be like your FPS on your game you play. Well, the, <laughs> in the how simulation. Does that, how, does the that, FPS is how does that work? I don't know. There's a cool video on, on YouTube. That's, good to... That's Harvard University. It's not like it's like, um, you know, Suffolk Jim University. Jones around the corner, yeah. Suffolk University around the corner. Just think, though, 
at the start of the podcast when we did the intro, and I think it was four, if you add up all the podcast minutes we've done in the seven episodes, if you travelled at the legal speed limit from Big Ben, we could have travelled 414 miles, which means in 15 episodes, if the planets or the galaxies is a thousand miles away, we could go there, can we? Well, yeah, I mean... We're only, we're only eight more episodes away. So... We're in another dimension. <laughs> I think it's pretty mad we've done eight, eight. This is our eighth episode, by the way. It's pretty mad. Pretty insane. It is pretty insane. It's like, it's like a week... It's, it's, do you know what I love about it? It's like a weekly therapy session. We spoke about it before, but it's like a weekly therapy session. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I like it. It's mad. It's absolutely insane that we've gone... Where, where else are you going to talk about planets and parking Teslas in space? <laughs> Acronyms. <laughs> if you think about all the stuff we've talked about, the roundabouts in the UK, dog crap. I told you didn't I that I, I sent this. I sent the last podcast to my best mate, and he um said, "I said, what do you think?" And he goes, "Mate, it's just twenty minutes talking about dog shit." <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, <laughs> it was that that was a bit of a bizarre episode. Honestly, a bit of a bizarre, but but it's. Yeah, I mean, it's good to talk. That's the thing. It's really good to talk. Really good to have a, a nice chat with someone. And like, you're you're in Wales. I'm over in Suffolk, and there's a big gap between us. So just to have a weekly catch up and have a chat, and it's really good therapy. And really good to just talk to somebody different. And that's what's nice about it is the fact that we can talk to each other. We don't necessarily talk all week. Sometimes we have we are busy. You've got your family. I've got my family. You're doing your work, I'm doing my work. And so then just to have a catch up, see what's going on, talk a few about a few stories. Is, 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 what what if I'm the alien that's been watching you? <laughs> Controlling <laughs> my life, going, Yeah. Put this chip in your neck. Put this chip in your neck. Oh yeah, it's um it's it's really nice. It's really good. I do I do enjoy it. It's it's but there's just so much that I will, but the other thing now is like because obviously we don't really plan these 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 episodes, and I, I find myself going, "Oh, that'll be funny to talk about in a podcast." But then five minutes later, I've got such a bad memory that I forget. <laughs> and I think, I'm the same. I go for the week. Oh, that's funny. I mentioned that, and then I like just before we start, I like blank. Your mind just—it's really weird because your mind just goes. Boosh. It's like because you're being recorded or you're recording yourself. Your mind just, just, you forget about everything else that's going on in the world. Yeah, because it's like, if it's like a fish tank, it's full of stuff before you talk. And then just before you're going to talk, it's just full of cuddly toys. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley faces with soft stuff it's in the middle. Of, <laughs> it's, full of, it's full of dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> my, um, my, uh, when, is it, so here's something for you, right? So we've 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 kind of touched on little bits and pieces about our age and obviously um, our health and stuff like that. I was talking to Keith the other day, and um, I was like, "Oh, I need to I need some socks." So all the socks were in the washing pile, then the washing pile was on the table being sorted out to be put into the rooms. And um, so I went downstairs, found some socks, and as I was putting on these socks. I was I was standing there, and I was like nearly falling over, and I said to <laughs> Key, "How many pairs? 
At what age? At what age do you become inadequate to be able to put on a pair of socks? And and you like have to hold something to put a pair oh, of socks on, or take or take a sock off. Like I was I was getting in the shower yesterday, and I was having to I was holding the door frame while taking off my socks. And I said, oh, what, no. what what age do you become where you're like you you're like it becomes a struggle or it becomes like awkward to do things like that? I would say that very much depends on the sock. Yeah, I mean it could be it could be a sock. A sock, it wasn't a sock issue. It really wasn't. But but it's that as you get older and you know and I notice things. So like I've spoke about my granddad a lot and on on this on this podcast and but he's obviously at an age now where he's at the other end of the spectrum. He's ninety seven. So but obviously when you get to an age there's an age where do you know when you get to that age and you, it's reported your grandparents have a fall or something yeah. like that. And when when in your life does that start then things start to happen? Like that your muscles are or your coordination or your or your brain is unable to to, to do to do the, the things you've been doing for 50 60 years. Do you know what I mean? It's it just phases out, doesn't it? You're probably in your peak in your mid 20s, aren't you? And then Everything's down off from well, there, I suppose. Are, are you are you peaking your mid twenties? Are you not more peaking your thirties and forties? Would you say? I love to say yes because I think that's the answer you're looking for. <laughs> no, but I'm not. I'm not looking for that. No, but what I mean is like, I think you're still growing in your in your child age through through your twenties. I think you're still growing in in stature. So I think probably your best years are your between your thirty and your forties. For what? For your for your peak fitness? Well, just not not so much fitness, but just peak of life in general. Like I don't I don't think your twenties is your, your your peak of life. I think. Well, it's like it's like the balance, isn't it? Because in your twenties, you're probably more physically, you know, about yourself, and then when you're in your mid thirties, you're probably more mentally. I think you're more peaking, mentally you? stable in your thirties. And then in your forties, it just feels like you start to not go down. You don't go downhill, but but things become a bit harder, and things become a bit more of a challenge. And you start to notice changes in your body again. I think in your forties, it's like um, if you have a football and you've had it for like a year, a bit battered, and it's, it kicks pretty well. But it's a bit. It's like a it's like a soggy marshmallow by then, isn't it? And like it's like having a buckled wheel on a on a bike. When you have your bike and it's new, it's like super smooth. And then when you've had it a couple of years, the chain the chain squeaks and the wheels a bit buckled. And that's where we are, Pete. That's, but that's <laughs> yeah. But then you can also say that uh, we're at that age where maybe we've not looked after ourselves as well as we should have done. I'll have you know, I'm a I'm a physical elite form athlete. of excellence. Yeah, elite athlete. <laughs> was um the dis- violent speed momentum that's what I'm going for <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's just a thought like I I notice because there's things obviously where I'm on where I'm commuting a lot more today and these days I I'm sitting down a lot more than what I usually would have done so I think my my certain parts of my body have become a bit stiffer because I'm sitting down more do you know what I mean so 
I'm on the train a bit more. Maybe do you know when they say you go on a long flight and you should move about a bit more and do things and stuff like that. Yeah, I think because I travel in the morning, obviously two and a half hours. I then get to an office, sit down in an office for the whole day, and then come home and do another two and a half hours. And then the only bit of exercise I really do is walk the dogs when I get home from work. And I'll sit down. Yeah, you're walking. You're walking to the stations. You're quite active at doing that, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not like. I'm, I'm walking back and forth to the stations, but that's not 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 massive amounts of walking. But it's it's just a thought. Like it, it, I don't mean didn't mean to go deep or anything, but it's just like it's just something I've been thinking about a lot recently. Is that I've just noticed that I go oh and I take my socks off or like I like <laughs> I bend over and I'm like oh god, like this is this is all, this is hard work. Do you know what I mean? It's just just become. You are right because. Um... Like I, I get, I get it definitely. But like this week, like I've had terrible problems. I broke my foot, and I've had like loads of problems with my foot. And then this week, I, I got like a real bad knee, and everyone's taking the mick out of me in work. So I'm literally walking around like I've crapped my pants. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, like tonight, I'm drinking water. Yeah, really unusual for me. But I, like, um, I notice that. Yeah, it's because I'm taking tablets, like ibuprofen, just to take the edge off. Yeah. It's not good, like yeah. you say. It's, it's just it's it's it is hard. It is it, it does it it definitely. I think I've hit, I've hit an age at the minute where, like you said, you. I think what happens is you 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 you're a child through to your twenties, and then through your twenties, and you in your twenties you might meet your 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 life partner. Some like obviously like the likes of myself and that, and we've been with our. I've been with my wife a long, long time now. Been with her twenty-two years. I've been with my wife, so we've been together all that time. And I think she's seen the the peaks and the troughs of of my life, like where. Oh my god, that's one of the bingo words: peaks and troughs. <laughs> <laughs> bingo. bingo. But yeah, and, and, and like so, but I think there's a there's a stage like you said in your twenties, you're sort of at your peak. In your thirties, you might settle down a bit more. And then you might get a little bit fitter again. And then I'm at that point where I've realized actually I need to be a bit more active and I need to, so, and I might, might and like probably lose a, a little bit of weight and just be a bit more active again. Hey, don't worry about it. We're, we're halfway there. We're halfway there. We're just, we're just freewheeling, freewheeling now. <laughs> freewheeling all the way down. Oh, we'll be freewheeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, I didn't mean to go deep there. I just uh, it was just something that was playing on my mind a little bit. I had to get off my chest, to be honest. Hey, when we when we're done here, they go, "Thanks, Mister Ming. Hope you enjoyed that experience. What do you want to do next?" <laughs> what do you, what do? <laughs> I want to be. That was on the that was on the Joe Rogan uh, podcast. I can't remember what his name Ariel something. I think it is. I think I might be wrong in his name, but he did that um, DMT. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. It's no. like this uh, drug these celebrities take, and it like it's meant to you meant to have an out of body experience. And he, he did it and he lived 30 years with another family and then woke up 10 minutes later. But it, for him, it lasted 30 years. How bad does that be? Yeah. But imagine doing it, do it feeling like it's 30 years and then just coming back in 10 minutes and going, oh, that was all a dream. That was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. It took a while, but. <laughs> but you do you, I can understand that. Do you know what I mean? I can understand that that whole entire. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I've never done drugs, 
So I've never had that experience of of, of sort of the, what you would say an out of body experience. I remember. So obviously, as I said, I've been been a kid a long time, and she she's done a little bit of um, weed and all that in a in her time. Uh, in when she when she was younger, like, and um, I I watched her do it once. Oh, but parents aren't listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watched her do it once, and it was only a little tiny bit, and it sent her do lally. She proper had like a real sort of meltdown. Do you and, think that should be legal over here, though? Oh, I don't know. You're getting into a whole debate, a uh, different debate now, of um, of do. do I don't know. It, it, for for medical purposes, a hundred percent, because I do believe people need it. There are people out there that are in that much pain that it takes the edge off their pain. For medical what's purposes, one hundred. What country produces the most legalized marijuana? It's probably us. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's probably us. I wouldn't be surprised. Where I used to live, we used to live near a weed farm. Never. Yeah, we used to live near a weed farm when we lived in Essex. It was one that was like it was all closed off, security fence and all that. You couldn't get in there. Like it was proper. Um, tried loads of times. Yeah, <laughs> tried tried loads of times so I could deal some drugs. No, um, um, but yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's it's I think it should be purely for people that need it medically because it's uh it's um I think they're on about um up in the category, aren't they, for weed? I don't, I don't know. It's it's. No, it's it's bad. Like as I was saying to Key yesterday, I come out of the job, the new job I was on. I walked out of the job, walked across a car park. There was this uh, girl walking towards me, and all of a sudden, she pulled out the biggest spliff I've ever seen. <laughs> it was no word of a lie. It was about. It must have been about fifteen centimeters. It was huge. It was like that, and um, she just went. And I was like, and I was like, Jesus! The audience piece was, Pete was pretending to smoke a spliff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Jesus! That is just ridiculous. But it's some people's culture, isn't it? Like, um, I remember a guy in work before, and he used, he used to smoke it. He's stop. He's Rasta, and that's that's what he did. Well, I'm not digging out. I'm not digging their cultures out. But if your culture's being ginger. Being a really bright ginger, and that's part of the ginger's culture. Then <laughs> she might have been Jamaican. <laughs> ginger Jamaican. Mate, it happens. <laughs> it happens. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say, it, but yeah, but she was. But oh man, I don't know. It's 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 a whole different topic. It was exactly the same. Right, that I walked out. So in the construction industry, it's really really bad. It's frowned upon now to do drugs. Weed. To, yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Like, you think these I'll guys... Be, I'll be, oh, you mean because people actually do do it? Yeah, because people do do it. So people will, turn up, people will turn up to work and they've had, had, had a spliff in the morning. They'll turn up to work, do a job on a construction site. Bear in mind, some of these guys are driving diggers or whatever, plant, any sort of plant. And then they're basically under the influence of drugs during work. And then wow. accidents happen, and sometimes these obviously these people were involved in the accidents. Sometimes they're not, and 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 as I say, and um and uh, but like 
they do random drugs tests on sites now to stop this, to stop all this, uh, to stop people doing it, to try and deter people. Well, they've people. got site police. Yeah, they've got like site police or the, 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 like the site managers. They've empowered site managers. You can be randomly drug tested. So if you're believed to be under the influence, you can be randomly drug tested, sent off do site. Get, do they get walkie talkies? <laughs> for the police. Yeah, they're site police. Well, they're not really site site police. They're site managers, aren't they? They're, they're site oh, managers as such. They don't walk around like with a, a hat on and a, and a oh, saying site police. I, I had in my in my envisioned in my head a golf buggy, all stickered up, walkie talkies galore, so, couple of sirens. Let me tell you, like when I worked in Holland, I worked out in Holland. I worked away from well. loads over there. Well, <laughs> this is what I say. So I worked in Holland. <laughs> this the company I work for. A big IT company. I'm not saying who they who they are, but there's there's a few big IT companies out there. We were building their first data center out there. Their data, this data center, the company that I work for, a British uh, construction company, wanted to implement the British rules on the site, which meant random drug testing and things like that. Well, obviously in Holland, their culture is smoking. Like they they part of their culture is. Smoking marijuana or smoking, smoking weed. pancake. Yeah. It's part of their culture. So we tried to implement this this rule. The lawyers of the company of the company said you cannot implement random drug testing. It's against the it's you're you're basically breaking their human rights. No way. So we so as a company we had to just ask them nicely not to smoke before they come <laughs> to work. On a side note to that, when we used to have work dues, so the the company would set up like um, not so much work dues, but they'd set up nights where they'd you'd have a business, um, what they call it, like a business, a uh, business develop, not development, like um, business update meeting. So they'd tell you how the business is doing and 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 all that, and what what jobs are out there, what jobs they're looking at, blah blah blah, and. In their meetings, they used to serve, they used to give everybody free alcohol. So, like, and everyone have, they'd have a drink. After their meetings, conveniently, the police, the next morning, were always outside the site, randomly stopping people and alcohol testing us. No way. That's so, that's so funny you said that, though, because that's such an English thing to do. And then they're like, lawyers go in, they say, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And they go, hang on a minute, human rights do one. And they go, oh, okay, well, if that doesn't work, we're just going to ask you nicely. Yeah. <laughs> and if you still do it, we're going to write you a stern letter. We're going to write you a stern letter. <laughs> but, the, but all we could do, or the only thing we could, so I was talking to one of the Dutch guys one day on the site, one of the workers, and was talking about it. And, and I said, how do you feel about it? Because one of our things, one of our, things we used to have to do was walk around and talk to the site people. And and I quite like talking to the site people anyway. It's a normal thing for me. I'm quite a, a chatty person and I like talking to the guys on site. Because um, some of them are, are down-to-earth people. They work hard. And that's what they want to do. And and they want to come around, come work, earn their money, go home. And you talk to them. And he, I was talking to him about how, I feel, how he feels about it. And he said, well, it's a load of, it's a load of rubbish because of a night time... The thing him and his wife like to do is just sit in the garden and have a smoke. So they put the kids to bed and they sit in the garden and have a smoke. 
And he said, then the next, and he said, we don't smoke in the morning. It's not like we get up in the morning, smoke, smoke, smoke. We just literally have one of a night, like, like we're doing, having a drink, like having a drink when we do this. And we just, we, we just, we just smoke. So, and he said, that's all we do. He said, and every weekend, sometimes we might go to the, on the local cast, have a coffee and like a, and a cookie or a cake or whatever. Because they have like the cakes, didn't they? The hash cakes or whatever they are. I'm, I'm going to say it's not for me, but I've never seen anyone on it who's been like aggressive. Because no, like drinking is really bad, isn't it? You get, you get drunk and people are really like violent and stuff goes down and all sorts. But you've never seen like someone smoking a spliff and then going absolutely mental and being yeah. a knob. Well, you don't know. And that's, and that's the thing. I think the problem the problem with it is that there is that it's that um stigma with it, isn't it? With drugs. Yeah. And and some of them are worse than others. Like there's there are some bad ones out there that you, you, people should not be able to get hold of or take. And and they're the ones that need to be stopped in there. Because we're talking about um drugs, just to kind of try and weaned off the subject. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, have you have you seen this biohacking they're doing now? When like uh, athletes are taking like um, mushrooms and stuff to like enhance like muscles and you seen that? I've I've seen something similar, but not on not not on this. There's a there, I've seen like I've read a few things about other things that athletes have been doing, but not not necessarily this. Because they like you see all these boxing them. Um, fights and the promotions and everything and, and they get like drug tested and they're not I don't think they're like drug drugs are they they're all like enhancement stuff and they to make him like uh, testosterone and to make him like more better fighters basically yeah we uh, so you know you know I was a big cyclist and I, I follow a lot of cycling but you look at that um, Chris Armstrong whole thing and I'm not, I'm not I don't want to get into the the whole it's right or wrong and all that but he was doing Dope. He was dope. What they call doping, wasn't he? He was taking his blood out of his out of his body and then re-putting it back in. So, and I don't know. I don't. I don't really get the whole scientific facts behind it and stuff. But there's a whole big thing about it, and it made him a better cyclist. Yeah, it made, but ultimately, made him a better cyclist. And there's things like that going on for years, mate. It's, it's, it's just. It's like. It's either that or he's a vampire. <laughs> well, yeah, he, like, he just, he just, he's like, <laughs> just drinking. Imagine he is a vampire and he just said, oh, they caught me doing this because I'm, I'm cheating at riding bikes. But it was just to kind of like deviate away from him being a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Lost all his endorsements, everything yeah. ruined his life. But no, yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird environment. As you say, there's, there's lots of, there's lots of conversation. There could be lots of conversation around it, but it's too it's too dark. It could get too. Do you think that upsets you as a fan, though? Like, if if you were a fan of his, would oh, that... massively because because yeah. he was like seen as the, the best. Hero sort of thing. He was seen as one of the best cyclists in the world. Like, yeah. if you watch if you watch the docu, there's a documentary out about him, and I, and it's really worth watching, even though you, you know he breaks the rules and all that stuff. Because he's he, still committed. He was committed to it, and what people got to realize is. I'm not saying it's right by any oh excuse me. Um the beer and Moretti's repeated on me now. And um but I'm not saying it's do you right. Think that, do you think that's because like it's not admirable because he's done that, but do you think it just gets to a point when you're like 
so so invested in well, he something. Wanted, he wanted to win as well. That's the problem. He was a winner. He was used to winning in 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 life in 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 triathlon and what he did. He went to the pro cycling circuit, and he wasn't the best. And that's the problem. But the problem with cycling at that time, everybody was doing some form of drugs. You look back to the, you look back through the history of cycling, right? And my dad would kill me for this because he's a massive cycling fan. And I don't know if he, I don't think he listens to this. But you look at cycling. There's, it's, it's like they're all trying to get one up on each other, and there's. Do you look at this, the, the amount of miles they do across the... So the Tour de France, right? Just, just, just use the Tour de France as a benchmark. They use... They use they've got 30 days or 21 days of cycling, pretty much non-stop. They travel 3,000 miles across France, going from stage to stage. 190 miles a day in some instances. What normal person can ride their... That their bike for six hours a day, like six hours a day at 30, 30 mile an hour. We're not talking like snails pace. We're talking thirty mile an hour. So they're going at it constantly. Uh, so it's just you've got to be superhuman to be doing that anyway. But then to be able to go up the hills and still ride up the hills at the same sort of pace and all that, there's something going on and. Like, yes, these guys are super fit now. They've got great diets. But you look back through the history is where I was going to get, and I've sort of diverted a little bit. They used to stop at cafes and have beer during the race, and they used to, like, have an evening, they'd get pissed in the well, pub. before it was, like, in the litres of this. Yeah, so so they used to stop in the pub and they'd get pissed. <laughs> they'd do cocaine. They would do all sorts of, like, because the oh, pain... Oh, France. Yeah, because the, the France. Pa- because the pain... That they were going through, riding stage to stage to stage. Of an evening, the cyclists would go and get drunk. They'd go and do cocaine. They'd like there was because because of the pain that they were going through, uh, and then they'd go get on their bike the next day, and then they'd go and ride 190 miles again, and then do the same of the next night, and then the same of the next night. It's it's in history. It's in the history. It's in the history of the, the race. Like there's there's lots of lots of things about it. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. Sport's just crazy in itself, though, isn't it? Everything's so competitive. Well, there's the amount of money that's in it now, though, isn't it? It's, it's, it's all to yeah. do with money. It's all to do with money now. and, and uh, That's a competition in itself almost, isn't it? Well, it is, yeah, 100%. It's, uh, it's like, it's just, it could just go on and on and on, and, and you just, there's just, listen, listen, listen. Uh, the thing is, we could talk about all this sort of stuff for, for ages, and you could, you could. Oh, we got to wrap it into fifty minutes. We got to wrap it into fifty <laughs> minutes, which is we're we just we're just about to go over. We're over that now. So oh, it's no. like, so it's like Hit the stop button. <laughs> yeah, just just cut it off now. But but yeah, just to wrap the whole thing up, I think sport in general is you could talk about it for ages. Maybe we should just do one day where we talk about sport and talk about um around like. Just the random things that go on in sport or something Can like we that. Have, should we have like a random facts throughout the podcast? Random facts of sport, yeah. We like. have to throw ourselves out of comfort zones. We have to talk about sports that we don't know anything about. <laughs> like one-armed canoeing and um, hiking up a mountain with, with backpacks. and. 
I said hiking with a mountain with backpacks then, and that's quite normal. But I meant like you know when you like throwing those axings into yeah, the side yeah, of the ice boys and stuff. I do. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> is it what Jeremy Clarkson say when he wraps up top? When he's to wrap up top gear. And on that, and on that note, let's wrap it up or something like that. I don't know. Uh, God knows. Oh yeah. And on that say, note, he used to say a certain line, didn't he? You know. Yeah. And on that. Uh, it was so good we can't remember it. Yeah, so so it's that good. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up there. Uh, as usual, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. I am uh, Peter. 